Hello and welcome to our podcast. This is Jazz. And this is Chloe. We're here to inspire you to chase your dreams and live out your best life. Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. We're so happy to be back in your ears this week. It's been a hot minute. Welcome. It has been a hot minute. Sorry about last week. We got, look, we've got some shit going on, which we'll unpack (laughs) at the start of the episode, but hope you're all well. Hope you're all killing life and thriving. Yeah. Mischers, mischers. Mischers lots. So today we're here to kind of talk about our fitness journeys and, you know, talk about where you might be at in your fitness and help you resonate with where you should be going and give you a bit of direction in your fitness journey or what might be best suited for you. Kind of um, unpack and explain different parts of what's coming up in fitness and, you know, where you should be going to next. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And of course, this is both of our expertise and it's such a common thing we get in our question box as well. Like, you know, talk about, you know, gym motivation or health and fitness or like, do I do this? Do I don't do that? So this is an episode where we're just going to have a bit of a chat about all things health and fitness. We'll kind of go over where we're at currently with our goals with to do with health and fitness and we'll kind of go from there. But before we do that, Chloe, life update. How was the past like fortnight? <laughs> <laughs> okay, for me. Um, number one, I've pulled my hamstring. Mm, this <laughs> so, is not a vibe. um, yeah, this is not a vibe. We're on day four now. Um, it's still quite tender. Um, it's definitely a lot better. Like I can walk on it and stuff like that, but it's kind of worrying me that it's going to be a bigger injury than I thought. I'm definitely yeah. going to try, um, you know, getting back into like exercise and stuff as quickly as I can, but, I'm very aware that I don't want to damage anything further. Not at all. So yeah. if I have trained, I've just been training upper or not really at all. And I've been trying yeah. to walk around on it. Um, I'm currently in Sydney, actually. Bomb, bomb drop. <laughs> I'm in Sydney. Um, and, yeah, that's kind of it. I've been moving house. So that was um, really busy. And I've now got new housemates, which is super fun. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's been a bit weird. We sort of live in our own little world now at home. All of us are just like come home and can't <laughs> wait to see each other and are just like sitting on the couch waiting for the next person to get home. <laughs> That's so funny. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's definitely what I needed. And, um, yeah, this week I'm currently in Sydney. My mum's had an operation. So um, me and my grandma are down here for that. So I'm just spending some quality time with them this week, which is definitely what I needed. I was missing home and as much as I'm not at home, um. Like I think just seeing my mum and my grandma has kind of filled that gap for me. So that's my Yeah, week. for sure. Yeah. How was and yours? It's also like that quote where it's like wherever your family or like your loved ones are is home. I love yeah, that so much. Absolutely. It's so true. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Like even though you're in Sydney, it still feel like because you're with your grandma and your mum, which is like yeah. the closest family relatives to you, which is so nice. Yeah. That's absolutely all I needed. So yeah, yeah. it's been beautiful. That's How epic. about you? How's your week? I have been well. I've been well. Yeah. I'm like, what even has happened? I don't really, I don't really know. <laughs> just like the usual business is going really well. I'm loving working on it. It's just like, I freaking love my clients. I'm like in this love bubble with my clients. I actually Aww. love checking days, which was yesterday. Yeah, it's such a vibe. I also launched a website. Like I built that over the Go weekend. Go I know. I was like, because it's a bit rainy here at the moment and, you know, when it's like a bit dull weather, like there's not much to do. So I just like, I started the website when I first launched my business, like 
a month ago but mm-hmm. then like I just put it to the side because I just had so much other shit to do first and then I went back to it and I literally just like nailed it over the weekend and then launched it on Monday so go check it out it's in my bio on my Instagram I'm actually obsessed with it I mean it's only my first one I'm like this is epic but then like <laughs> like it's just a website but it's like big for me because I'm like I literally built it I'm so <laughs> like, I'm proud not of techno. you I know well so that was really fun um but yeah besides that just being like focusing on my clients, focusing on my business. Me and Luke are thriving. We've been having really fun weekends as well. Went out on the boat last weekend and my brother's coming up. Luke's dad's currently here. It's been a busy, it's been yeah. a busy couple of weeks, but bit I'm on. so here for it. <laughs> a yeah. bit on, but it's awesome. all good things. I love that. Yeah. Well, do you want to kick into the episode? We're kind of telling us where you're at in terms of your fitness right now and what's working for you. Um, Obviously you're yep. in a build phase. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so I am in a build phase and I, I properly started the build phase, I'm going to say at the start of the year, like I was, I haven't been dieting since comp prep. So my last comp was in April uh, last year. So I literally haven't dieted since then. I just went back to maintenance. But as you all might know, I went through a huge back injury and it's been, it was a process last year to rehab it and just to really focus on that. So whilst I was in my back injury, I was kind of just at maintenance and just like focusing on that. And then once, you know, once we've um, really got on top of that and I'm feeling really good with my body, we've pushed the build, which would have started at the start of this year. So what I'm like seven months into the build is, is yep. we in month seven. That is so crazy to think Whack, about as if it's July. Literally. So yeah, I'm seven, seven months into my structured build phase. Um, and it's going really well. Like, of course I'm building for myself. Like I really want to build muscle and build shape, but also I'm going to be competing next year and Woo! I do not want to step on stage. Yeah. I do not want to step on stage. Like no, no competitor wants to step on stage looking the same they did last show. Like it's always the goal to improve and to, you know, have more muscle, have more shape. So that is, um, yeah, like I'm going to be building for the rest of this year. So, mm-hmm. and most people, you know, there's, there's a thing, it's actually getting better in the fitness industry, but most women, I talk about it quite a bit on my Instagram, but most women do struggle to wrap their head around going through a build phase. People might think of, oh oh my God, you're building for a year. You're going to gain so much weight. You're going to be so big. You're going to be so thick. It doesn't actually have to be that way. Like building doesn't have to be this extreme thing where you just eat. Like There's no such thing in my world as a dirty bulk. Like dirty Mm -hmm. bulk is, is not for me. Like you can actually build in a really structured way that is actually good for your health good for your results, like to actually build muscle accordingly. And Mm -hmm. that's what I've been doing. So I guess I'm kind of the walking evidence at the moment that you don't have to go to the extremes with building. Like Mm -hmm. we always hear this thing of like, oh, you're going to be so thick or like you're going to be fluffy. You don't have to be. Like don't tie a negative emotion to the scale increasing a little bit or being a little bit fluffy. Like it's totally manageable. And Building can be just a couple of hundred calories over your maintenance. And that is totally fine. That is plenty to build enough adequate muscle with consistency, time, progressive overload, and really pushing within, with yourself in the gym, training with intent and all of that type of thing. So that's kind of a wrap on building, I guess, and where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I don't know about you, Chloe, but I always hear like, oh, like, you know, I want to go through a build, but don't want to feel thick. Don't want to feel fluffy. It yep. doesn't actually have to be that way you know if you have a coach if you have a structured build phase it can be a really freaking fun enjoyable process one that is so good for your health as well yeah also just while we're here I want to highlight okay what is bulking and what is cutting or what is building and what is a deficit so for anybody who is listening we have 
you know, a deficit or a cut phase or whatever that kind of phase looks like where you want to reduce your body fat or reduce your body weight. And that is eating underneath your maintenance calories to reduce that. And then a building or a bulking phase, if that's what we're talking about, just to make you aware is anything where we're eating in a surplus. So above those maintenance calories with an aim to gain weight or build muscle. Mm -hmm. That is the difference between the two. And then a maintenance phase is just when you're sitting at your maintenance. So you should just be maintaining where you're at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I love you? that. What's... And yep. Go. Oh, sorry. Go. <laughs> I was going to say, what about you? Where you're at with your health and fitness? Me? Um, I'm sort of in this real whack state at the moment. I'm not necessarily training for anything or training to get my body to an exact outcome. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's something that I want to look at now, like now that I'm settled in a new house, now that I've kind of been able to reduce a lot of things that I had going on, um, I wasn't able to actually focus on my body being a goal. Um, I was just Mm -hmm. enjoying training really hard, eating really hard, getting progressions and seeing where that took me. Um, Now I'd say I sit anywhere between, I sit probably about maintenance. I'm currently not tracking um, Mm -hmm. any of my food because, it's just a little bit difficult for me right now. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sitting probably about a maintenance. Some days I'm probably under eating and some days I'm probably over eating and it's probably mm-hmm. equaling it's out about out. a maintenance, if not maybe a slight surplus um, because I do seem to have a really massive appetite with the kind of training that I'm doing and the kind mm-hmm. of energy output that I have in a day. So my energy output in a day, at the other day I was like it was about 2 o'clock in the afternoon and I'd got home. And I hadn't trained. I literally like gave myself a rest day when I was like, oh yeah, you know, like just didn't feel like training. So I gave myself a rest day. I got home, it was about two o'clock and I was sitting talking to my housemates and I was like, I wonder how many steps I've done today. I'd clocked 18,000 steps (laughs) and all I had done was gone to work and gone on a 2K walk. (laughs) And I'd gone home. That's all I did. And I was like, like, so when I say like I have a massive appetite and I eat a lot and all that kind of thing, it's not, it's not necessarily just with my training. It's because my lifestyle right now has like a massive energy output. Um, And then in saying that I have been gaining a lot of muscle um, throughout that process. So Mm. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, but I'm kind of looking at wanting to go into a fate. Oh, at the moment, I'm aiming to go into like a body recomposition phase and it's kind of what I, where I am at and what I am doing right now. But I'd like to go into it quite strictly and go into a body yeah. recomposition. So a body recomposition is kind of where you don't necessarily deficit or surplus. You kind of mm-hmm. stick about your maintenance calories. And the goal with that is to maintain your weight um, but reduce your body fat percentage and increase your muscle percentage. Yeah. Um, so it kind of – recomposites is that is that how you say it recomposites your body um and like so changes your sort of definition and stuff like that which is really cool but it is a much longer process and I think that's something that a lot of people aren't aware of that Mm. um you know to reduce body fat or gain muscle or even just maintain your muscle that's actually a really long process in comparison to just smashing out a deficit um yeah which and I even think- with a deficit, like all of this stuff takes a lot of time, consistency and effort. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, like health and fitness and your goals, like look at the long, look at the long game. Like we're not here for the short term yo-yo phases. We're not here for the short term, like intense builds, intense cuts, and then get out and go back to your usual lifestyle that you probably weren't happy with. Like we're here for the long haul. So it's like, look at your health and fitness goals, like a really long haul thing. 
keeping in mind a calorie deficit in a fat loss phase, it's only a phase. Like it's not a lifestyle. I did a post about that the other week. I think calorie deficit is a phase. It's not a lifestyle. So Mm -hmm. that's why we need to have a structured calorie deficit phase because, you know, when we're in an energy deficit, our biofeedback markers, our health markers deplete anyway. So we don't want to be in that phase for an extended period of time. Sorry, I just (laughs) choked on my spit. (laughs) We don't want to be in that phase for an extended period of time. So keep that in mind. But like, you know, health and fitness and implementing all of these things from a place of self-respect for your body, it's it's for the long haul. Like it's really for the long Mm -hmm. haul. Like look at look at your long-term goals and look at where you'll be at in a couple of times a couple of years if you just stay consistent with you know good quality nutrition and training and moving your body in a way that you love your mental health will thrive your relationships will thrive you'll have a really good relationship with yourself so yeah of course we're really big on health and fitness because that's literally what we do and we what we Mm -hmm. preach so it's just like look at your goals from a thing of the long haul um i just wanted to quickly touch on building as well Mm-hmm. with like the body aesthetic goals you can also just put yourself in a slight surplus for building strength as well like it's so mm-hmm. cool to go into the gym and have strength goals and aim for strength like everything is not always about your body um, and you'll find as well like by prioritizing you know a good quality lifestyle and good quality nutrition your body will reap the rewards of doing so as well and on that bit body recomp stage it's like if you want to do a bit of a recomp it's actually really great for beginners as well like there's such mm-hmm. thing as like UV gains like you like yep. you guys are like in the prime to just like thrive in a body literally the phase. best position to go through this yeah yeah 100% but if you did just want to you know like gain a bit of muscle lose a little bit of body fat over time like stick at your maintenance calories train with progression in the gym in the gym sorry ideally following a structured program mm-hmm. um and really focus on your protein intake like you know a body recomp can't just be done if you're just like blazing with nutrition and just like maintaining not training hard in the gym like you've got to train mm-hmm. with intent progress in the gym with a structured program and mm-hmm. focus on your protein protein is a big one and yep. for about 1.8 to 2.2 grams per kilo of body weight and that is a good place for your protein like yeah don't yep. neglect your nutrition and your nutrition quality Yep. And one of the biggest things I've learned as well is that it's also dependent on the foods that you are putting in your body. Like, yeah. like Jazz just said, yes, okay, focus on our protein. But it's also about including all those macro and micronutrients that's actually good for our body and your energy levels, especially if yeah. you are seeing that phase, you know, that's ideal for your body. That is literally yeah. perfect for your body and where it's yeah. at. But you also need to be fueling it with like all those tiny little vitamins quality and nutrients and quality mm-hmm. nutrients, whether that comes from whole foods or whatever, um, to make sure that your body is actually optimal. Then you get the right yeah. sleep. Then you get the right energy levels. Then you get the right fatigue. Then you get the right stools. You get the right, like absolutely everything that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um and then, you know, you build up an immune system, you get less sick, you're less at risk of injury, you, you know, all those sorts of things as well. And that yeah. just gives you more quality of life, to be honest. And I think, yeah, 100% quality of life skyrockets. Mm-hmm. And I think with some people as well, like we sometimes actually forget I did an email about this the other day. I feel like I've done, I feel like I'm talking about this constantly in mm-hmm. this podcast, which is, it's good. It's relevant right now for us. But I was talking to a client I think the other day which sparked a conversation that I sent to my email list but it's also like looking at health as it's like your life like Mm -hmm. do you want to get to 80 years old and 
feel healthy, you know, have lived a good quality life because mm-hmm. focusing on your health, it domino effects for, you know, the your quality of life for one, but for mm-hmm. two, the relationship with yourself and your mental health. Like mm-hmm. look at health as a whole. Like I really truly believe that everyone should be implementing quality nutrients into their day-to-day life, you know, moving their body, getting adequate sleep, you know, mm-hmm. focus on those three things. And I can guarantee that if you weren't doing them in the past, your mental health will skyrocket in like literally one week and it'll be a domino effect from there. Like you'll build momentum and then you'll, you know, continue to keep feeling yourself really well, treating yourself with respect, moving your body. And then when doing that also, like when you start to get into health and fitness and you start to reap the rewards of doing that, you spend more time with yourself because you're going to the gym or you might be going for a walk, you might be going for a swim by yourself. Yes. And that improves the relationship with yourself. So yeah, look, health and fitness is the whole domino effect and it went into your life. (laughs) (laughs) we we're telling you to do it well this is this then goes into another conversation that I want to bring up so I had another conversation with one of my clients the other day and she was like oh you know like you know I I think I might have had this conversation with you Jazz she's like I want to like incorporate health and fitness and I, I want to be fitter I want to be able to lift heavier I want to like you know I, she does care about her weight loss and stuff like that, but pr- predominantly it was about, you know, I want to do this, but I don't want to make it my whole life. And I feel like that's something that is kind of like gets a little bit lost in this injury industry. I feel like everybody who feels like they're on a health and fitness journey, it then has to become a part of their personality trait. Like it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, like if you get into gym, mm-hmm. gym doesn't then have to be your whole personality, like the influencers on Instagram. You can be doing it just to, it's genuinely that, yeah. give yourself a better quality of life, improve your health and leave it at that. Yeah. And like it, it was something that she reminded me of. She's like, I, I don't want that. I don't want fitness to become a personality trait for me. I don't want fitness to take over my whole life. Mm. She's like, I just want to do little bits and pieces of it so that I can live a better life the way that I want to. And I just mm. think that that was so important as well. Like that is so cool for someone to actually have that realisation mm. and be like, I actually yeah. don't, I don't need to be like, what social media has made it out to be or, you know, have it consume you because having it yeah. consume you then is only like not healthy for your mental health. And that's why it all, all comes back to making a part of your lifestyle. Like if it overwhelms you and it consumes you or you really neglect it, then you need to find that balance of just like moving your body in a way of self-respect, nourishing your body in a way of self-respect and also having life balance. Like life mm-hmm. is all about balance and it's just about looking at a lifestyle like, you know, if you had a gym session scheduled for Saturday morning and then your mum asked you to go out for brekkie, you don't have to like not go out for brekkie with your mum because you're like, oh, I scheduled that gym session. I have to mm. do like, you know, it's about altering your lifestyle. Like things come up in life. It's just about making good choices where you can and doing it from a place of self-respect and self-love for yourself. Mm-hmm. And naturally your quality of life will just explode. And I love how that client came to you and said that because it's such a cool thing to realize that, Hey, I actually want to improve my life, but I don't want to just like be a coach or be this fit fitness influencer. Like yeah. I think in this day and age as well, when you get into the gym or you get into even like posting a couple of stories on Instagram, people are like, Oh, you're going to become a PT. If you don't want to, it doesn't, you know, like it doesn't have to be like that at all. You can do it from no. a place of self-love 100%. You can like, be like, I'm just really PT proud of my body this week. World. Yeah, yeah. 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 100%. Like you can mm-hmm. just do it from a place of, you know, I want to improve my life and 
that can be that. And it can just like mm-hmm. ease into your lifestyle with so much ease that it just becomes, it just becomes like this beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And that also comes from, you know, gaining education, whether that's from a coach, whether that's online, whether that's however you want to gain your education, but gaining your education around fitness and around food and around training programs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that you can take that for the rest of your life and make those 100%. lifestyle changes, like Jazz said, make those lifestyle changes that then last the rest of your life so that you don't go yep. through a phase where then you have to backtrack and start it again. You know, you just slowly yep. implement those tiny little pieces of education that you've learned, whether it's food, fitness, wh- whatever it may be, and mm-hmm. you just take that with you for the rest of your life so that becomes 100%. a lifestyle change um, yeah. and doesn't necessarily have to be negative um, or positive. Yep. It can just be something that you learn you know if it's some random food that you learned about and now you when you go to the supermarket you're aware of it and you buy it every second week and it's really good for your gut health and you do that for the rest of your life Mm. amazing like you've just made a tiny little lifestyle change that literally looks after you and your health for years to come yeah and it's such a simple one as well Mm -hmm. I was talking in my stories the other day as well and it's like you know, when, when one, I'm going to use the example, like I said, of my stories as fat loss, like when one wants fat loss, they might Google and like, uh, and they might Google, how do I lose fat? It might say mm-hmm. calorie deficit, it might come up with all these fad diets mm-hmm. and yeah, you can take yourself through a fat loss phase for sure. You can absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. It might not be as well and structured and as healthy as when a coach does it with you, but you can do that. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying in my stories is having a coach throughout throughout a phase of your life is so invaluable because they actually teach you the tools the knowledge that you'll have in your back pocket literally forever and Mm -hmm. if you want to go through a fat loss phase by yourself and then you go back to your usual lifestyle and like habits and behaviors that you were doing before the fat loss phase you Mm -hmm. see how it's like a loop like you're Mm -hmm. gonna want you're gonna end up back in the place where you want to lose fat initially Mm -hmm. so it's like having a coach is the one who slowly changes some habits slowly changing some behaviors in your life that just expel and exceed you in your life and your health and fitness goals so you can it's just like becomes a part of your lifestyle with ease like we've said and you can just you know go forth have all of this education knowledge in your back pocket so you can Mm -hmm. always lean on that and always know that you'll be fine and you know you can like implement health and fitness to your lifestyle from a place of a really sustainable place yeah, yeah. We can give you all of the tools out of the toolbox to use and help you on how to use them 100%. and all those sorts of things. But something else I always love to stress is that like, yes, okay, you know, then you've got a coach. They've written you an awesome program. They're on your your food and your nutrition with you and they're on your health and fitness step of the journey. This is something that I focus on so much. It's it's also about creating the the self-love and the acceptance in whatever stage you're going through and all of that, mm. but also like having someone in your corner that you can talk to about those things. If you're someone yeah. in your life and you don't have, um, you know, like say your partner isn't into health and fitness and neither is your parents and you're living at home, you know, mm. and you're doing all of these things and you're like, this is amazing, this is amazing. Sometimes you want to come home and that's what you want to talk about. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to talk about this or talk about your wins and all of that. And if you're not someone who wants to put that on social media, you're like, who do I go to? And you don't really get the chance to celebrate those wins or celebrate Mm. those conversations or have those conversations around like, oh, what should I eat? Or, oh, I had this. Or, but then I swapped it out for this. And, or could I swap this out? And just Mm. those tiny little conversations that you actually don't get to have with anybody else. That's the importance of also having a coach as well. Like just to normalize those conversations in your life and being able to have that person that you can go to and just vent all of that out as well. 
Yeah. And it's like celebrating the small wins as well. Like even if you're around people who aren't really into that, like celebrate yourself, like Mm -hmm. literally say out loud, like, fuck yeah, like go me, like, you Mm -hmm. know, like celebrate yourself. And that is also what a coach is there to support and educate you and be literally by your side throughout every step of the journey. Um, And it was invaluable for me. Like when I did my comp prep, like no one could relate to that when when I was around at that time. Of course, like my friends weren't comp prepping. Mum and dad had no idea about that. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, mm. they, they, they supported me. Sorry. Can you hear that rain? It's just really bucking. I can't, but no. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. <laughs> like they supported me, but it's just like, you know, when I went to my coach and I was like, it, they get it. Like, you know, especially, mm-hmm. especially when you're around people who aren't really into that stuff. It, yeah. yeah. It, it's really cool to be around like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coming back to whether you should be in a cutting or a bulking or a building or a maintenance phase, or like if you're stuck and you're like, where the fuck am I? What am I meant to be doing? <laughs> what am I doing? You know, all right, this is the time where now we look at like, are you training for performance? Are you training for a body result? Like are you training for how you look? Are you training to be able to lift a certain weight? you know, all those things. If you're wanting to increase your strength, increase your muscle in your body, any of those sort of things, we're looking at a build phase. That's when you go into a build phase. That's when we're looking Mm -hmm. at a surplus, eating that little bit more, training that little bit harder to get those results. Mm -hmm. And then go. And it's. Yep, go. You you, you go, sis. Yep. And then going through a maintenance phase can also be quite similar. That's where we're looking at like maybe reducing the body fat, increasing the muscle, you know, training still quite hard so that we get that muscle gain, still eating all of the right foods with the nutrients and the minerals that we need in there for our body support. And then your deficit is then when we're looking at that cut or that fat um, fat loss phase or trying to lose weight and all those sorts of things where we then, again, still training hard, still eating the right foods. We're just eating in a little bit of a deficit to reduce that. And that's te- like necessarily how you can sort of determine where you are getting results from. And I think something so girls are so scared of is a build phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like, my passion at the start. It's, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a taboo thing, quote unquote. It, absolutely. Like everyone is forever being like, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. Oh, yeah, I'd love to lose five kilos. Oh, yeah. But like you're actually not alive to lose weight. <laughs> like yeah. your end goal in life is not just to be losing weight for the next 60 years. Like that's yeah. not realistic. So it's not a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. And like it's stress as well. It co- mm. creates stress and like an uncomfortable state in your b- mind. Um, yeah. If you're always telling yourself that you're meant to be losing weight when you're actually probably not doing anything towards it because you've been telling yourself that for five yeah. years. Um, but yeah, that's just a very sure. big overhead on like, you know, how you can maybe determine where you should be looking and what phase you should yeah. be like going into. Yeah. I think. Girls I'll that are new in, a little further as well. Girls that are new into fitness don't necessarily know what any of that is or where to go from where they're at. Yeah, for sure. And I'll touch on that a little further as well. Like, of course, with all these things, context matters. Like a lot of context around mm-hmm. these, these things matter. Um, but for say, if you want to go through a build phase or a strength progression phase and you're sitting at a higher body fat percentage, mm-hmm. it actually could be worth doing a bit of a cut and then going into a build phase just mm-hmm. because it's more beneficial for one, your muscle growth, two, your strength, and three, your health. Mm-hmm. Um, with fat loss as well, not everyone walking around can just be like, yeah, cool, I want to lose five kilos, I want to go into fat loss phase. Context matters. Like if you've been dieting mm-hmm. for the majority of your life, your metabolic health will be quite downregulated. So that's where reverse dieting comes into things. Mm -hmm. So reverse dieting is basically where 
of course, having a coach throughout this phase is crucial. I'm going to say like reverse dieting is a definitely a crucial phase. If you need to go through it for your metabolic health, definitely get a coach. But reverse dieting is where you slowly increase your calories each week or eat fortnight, fortnight, sorry, by a certain amount um, to really like, you know, help with your metabolic health and help increase that along with all of your other biofeedback markers. So if you want to do a fat loss phase and you're at a place where you've constantly been dieting, constantly dieting, like on and off mm-hmm. for years, maybe, mm-hmm. And you know that your metabolism is not in the best place, like your maintenance is quite low, then we need to do a reverse dieting phase is where you slowly bring up your calories. And throughout that phase, you can actually do a bit of a recomp as well, because you've got more energy, you're moving more, you're training harder in the gym and you're eating Mm -hmm. more food. So reverse dieting is a big one as well. If you've been a cereal dieter, I'm going to say that's when you need to go through. So all of these things, context matters, but like an overview, that's like, you know, build phase building muscle, gaining strength, maintenance phase, just maintaining where you're at, focusing on your lifestyle habits mm-hmm. and you can do a body recomp along the way, deficit, fat loss phase, and then reverse dieting, working on your metabolic health and your health. Yeah. And that's also when you do go to a coach and you're like, okay, this is the phase I want to go through. You do also need to be really, really specific with them in what your past has looked like, whether that might 100%. be any eating disorders, any mental health issues, anything that sort of got in your way and why you haven't done it before, whether it's binge eating, um, sort of where you're eating at the moment, what your food recall looks like. You know, if you go to a coach, they'll likely go through your food recall and what kind of things you're having throughout Mm -hmm. the week, what your meals look like, what your training looks like, and try and even that out because the more honest and specific you are, the better your coach is going to be able to grab a handle of that and then work from there what's actually best for you rather than you saying I want to lose five kilos and then throwing something at you that's like okay this is going to lose you five kilos because that's not going to get you anywhere if that's actually not aligned with what has happened previously and what you're looking at going forward yeah yeah so it's so important to be super honest yeah 100% be super transparent and it's also important to know that if you went to a coach you said okay I'm gonna lose five kilos and they just sent you a macro or meal plan mm-hmm. you know they're not a good coach because context matters they need to dive deep into your past because mm-hmm. dieting is not for everyone at that point like sometimes mm-hmm. you need to reverse diet sometimes you need to work on your relationship with food before you diet so just know that coaches need more from you than just like okay this is my goal like if yep. your coach is just going off that then just know that more <laughs> good coaches need to go way more in depth than that Yep. and like allow yourself to be a little bit vulnerable and stuff like that too because the bit yeah. better you build that cr- Um, relationship with your coach the more you're then gonna be able to celebrate yourself they're going to be able to celebrate with you and you're going to thrive and then you're going to feel more open and honest when things come up because it's not like you can be like okay I'm going through a build or I'm going through a deficit and then you throw it at you and you're just going to be all well and follow it perfectly and nothing's going to come up in the way. There's going no to be way. things that yeah. come up in the way, hence why coaches work so closely one-on-one with people, whether it's online, whether it's in yeah. person or whatever, so that when those things come up, you can go to them. You, you can feel the um, open and honest and comfortable being like, this has come up for me this week, I don't know what to do. If you're going out for dinner and that's something mm-hmm. that's usually you you don't do because you, you know, have a bad mental relationship with that, you can talk to them, you can go to them about it. Whereas if you are very closed mm-hmm. off to them and you're not able to open up, then they they can't help you. If you don't ask, they can't yeah. help you. So I just think yeah, that that's really important sure. as well to build that relationship. Yeah. For your coach-client relationship, you have to be open 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's going to get you the best results. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, and remember, they have your best interest at heart. Like it might be like, oh, they might be judging me or like, no, mm-hmm. you know, coaches have seen it all. We've maybe even been through it all. Like mm-hmm. just know that they have your best interest at heart. Be open. And that is how your coach to client relationship will thrive. Therefore, you'll get freaking insane results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I love that. All righty, kings and queens. That's <laughs> us from for the week. I hope you get that's a little a, bit that's of motivation. A wrap. Yeah. Go kick yourself into yes, gear. I'm enjoy. Go and always remember, <laughs> always remember to slide into our DMs as well with any future episodes, anything mm-hmm. that resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Um, slide into our DMs on Instagram and we are more than happy to, yeah, take on your feedback. And we always love to know what you guys want to hear as well. So definitely yep. let us know. Yep, 100%. And if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, if you can go hit that follow button for us, we would really, really appreciate it. Yay, <gasps> love that. Oh, How what? did you fuck the basic standards this week? Um, I built a website by myself. Booyah! Booyah! How did Booyah. you? Um, I, well, I booked a flight to Sydney with two days' notice and left Love for that. the week. So that's and me. Scoot it. Fuck it. Scoot it. Scoot it. <laughs> zoom, zoom. I love that. Flew my way. Flew my way down to the Sydney. That's oh, us. Funny. That's a wrap. Have the best week. We love you. Love you and leave you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.